Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This is the Lightning Round Podcast with your hosts, Garrett Sisti and Jamie Hoyle. Go Chargers, go! Welcome everybody to the Lightning Round Podcast. I am at Garrett Sisti. Jamie, of course, at Lightning underscore round. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to everybody listening. The Chargers have a matchup. I almost said big matchup, but it's just a matchup this weekend against the Houston Texans. (laughs) Barely even a matchup. Uh, we're going to get into that in just a minute. Uh, but first, you know, uh, yesterday the Pro Bowlers were announced and the Chargers have six here. Chargers selected the Pro Bowl are Joey Bosa, quarterback Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen, the rookie Rashawn Slater, Corey Lindsley, and Derwin James. Hard to argue with any of those, really. Yeah, they they're, they all make perfect sense. I think uh, Austin Eckler is the big one for me that's missing there, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Congratulations to the guy who's the guys who made it for sure. I mean, for Rashawn Slater to be the starting left tackle in the Pro Bowl, yeah. um, his in his rookie season is nothing short of amazing. I mean, we knew he'd be good, but I think he's even exceeded our expectations um, based on what we laid out for him before the seat before they drafted him. Herbert's having an amazing season. Keenan typically doing Keenan things week in and week yeah. out. They you know they had a little issues getting the ball to him early in the season but they've certainly figured that out. Uh, Lindsley has been amazing, really shoring up the middle of that defense in a lot of ways with, with some of the injuries around him um, throughout mm-hmm. the season. Um, 
And what more can you say about Derwin and Joe um, and Joey? All, yeah. all those guys very deserving. Oh yeah. Yeah. Justin being the starter Slater being the starter, a uh, uh, rookie left tackle, at least tackle hasn't been selected the pro bowl as a starter since 2012. So uh, yeah, it was amazing. Slater got uh, selected and de deservingly. So Austin Eckler, obviously being a big snub, the uh, fact that he didn't make it is a little interesting, probably because of the, they're just looking at rushing yards because that's what they did with linebackers too. They basically looked at tackles and then just picked whoever was leading the lead in tackles for linebacker because Kaiser White, in my mind, has been much better than Denzel Perryman has for the Raiders. And yet it leads him in every category statistically. And it's just been a bigger force on, on the Chargers defense than Denzel Perryman has on one of the league's worst defenses in the Raiders. And uh, he didn't make it either, which uh, to me seems like a, a pretty big snub. But, you know, uh, hard to argue with the six of the Chargers selected. Austin Eckler, Kaiser White, we'll see maybe with injuries, maybe uh, sneak in there. Or maybe the Chargers don't even have to play the Pro Bowl because they'll be in the Super Bowl. That'd be great because nobody yeah. watches the Pro Bowl anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. So who really cares? <laughs> but yeah, all of them, obviously, players care and uh, all six of those deservingly so and and man, what a pickup Lindsay was in the offseason. Just uh, a great signing and a deserving center for the Pro Bowl. So, uh, Jamie, I, at some point we got to get into this, and I guess now is that time. The Chargers play the uh, lowly Texans this Sunday. It's an early game, and uh, the only thing we can do is talk about the injuries. or not They're not even injuries. This uh, COVID list for the Texans because they have – almost their entire team out it seems like at least the starting defense for sure so for the texans brandon cooks the kicker fair burn eric wilson jaleel johnson jacob martin Derek rivers and malik collins all tested positive for covid uh we'll see if they will be starting this sunday also on the covid list for the texans starting defensive tackle roy lopez eric wilson starting offensive guards lane taylor Justin McCray, linebackers, Ruger Hill and Christian Kirksey, safeties, AJ Moore, Terrence Brooks, cornerback, Terrence Mitchell, defensive end, Demarcus Walker, Jonathan Greenard, and defensive end, Jordan Jenkins on the COVID list for the Texans. Yeah. And if you actually go to the, the Texans website and to ESPN.com and look at their depth chart, all of those defensive linemen, pretty much all the defenders that you mentioned are all already listed as out. So, I don't think any of those guys have a shot of playing at this point since they've already been ruled out. And uh, this is not a good team with all their defensive starters. It's a bad defense with all their defensive starters. Um, they are without pretty much, I think, all three starting linebackers and their entire defensive line room, except for maybe one or two guys. I think all of their defensive ends are out. All of their defensive tackles are out, except for Ross Blacklock. Um, they are screwed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they're going to expect to get any pressure on Justin Herbert. I don't know how they're going to expect to stop the run. I don't know how they're going to expect to stop the chargers from rushing up and down the field at will, which the part the chargers probably would have done even if all their starters were on the field. So uh, yeah, they're, they're in big trouble. Yeah, they were bad. Yeah, exactly. They were bad with starters and now they have none of them. Yeah. So just looking at the depth chart, the starting defensive ends, Jonathan Grainard, Jacob Martin, on the COVID list, the starting defensive tackles, Malik Collins and the starter Roy Lopez uh, on the COVID list. They're starting Will linebacker Gruger, uh, Kumu Gruga Hill on COVID list. Uh, they're captain of the defense. They're Mike linebacker Christian Kirksey 
on the COVID list. They're starting cornerback Terrence Mitchell on the COVID list. I mean, and then we're not even talking about depth, but their whole entire defensive line is on the COVID list. A Blacklock listed right now for me on the Texans depth chart as the uh, backup to Roy Lopez, but their backups, uh, the other backups for the defensive end, defensive, t- defensive tackles, Jalil Johnson, Derek Rivers are out too. So, I mean, they're going to have to basically put cardboard cutouts of players on the field or blocking sleds or those inflatable men at the, <laughs> at the uh, car washes on the line because they just don't, they don't have, they don't even have bodies to fill up the defensive line. They didn't even to start, but now they, physical bodies they don't have. Yeah. I mean, they lack depth and talent when they're at full strength. So, yeah. Yeah. and they're without <laughs> their entire defensive line room and their entire starting front seven. That's, yeah. Not a real good recipe for success, <laughs> but hey, it works out for the Chargers. So yeah, it, it sure and it works. Out to, and to be honest, it works out for the Texans. We're currently competing for that number one uh, draft pick. They're at number three right now, so helps them for the tank. Helps the Chargers uh, build up wins as they're heading into the playoffs, trying to shore up a playoff spot. So let's talk about the Chargers because they have a couple guys on the COVID list too. Uh, I mean, the good news is Rashawn Slater will be back this week. But uh, the bad news, Joey Bosa and Kamal Hall, uh, Hall, uh, both on the COVID list, will not play on Sunday. Uh, The team also added Austin Eckler, Jalen Guyton, Chris Rumpf, Tavon Campbell, Andre Roberts, and Corey Lindsley all on the COVID list. Their status for Sunday is up in the air. So uh, some guys that... Ugly ugly, day of football. (laughs) Yeah, uh, practically a preseason game at this point. Towards the end of the regular season. So, you know, much like the Giants in this game, the uh, when we did this whole uh, preview, the Chargers are way more talented. Uh, even before the depleted lineup with COVID, the Texans, again, currently tanking. They they were having a tank off last week with the Jaguars for that number one pick. Uh, Texans lost in that they won and beat the Jaguars, falling to number three now in their current draft pick order. So to lose this game helps them. And so let's just dive into what we can here and let's talk about the Texans offense. Let's start with the quarterback. Uh, was Tyrod Taylor now is Davis Mills starting this Sunday for the uh, Houston Texans? Yeah. And, and what I saw of Mills, you know, he's shown the ability to be relatively accurate at times this year. He's had some, some hot streaks where he's played pretty well. He's also had a lot of ups and downs um, where he hasn't played so well. So Mills has a pretty strong arm. He is relatively accurate, particularly between the hashes and between the numbers. I think he moves pretty well for a guy his size. He's more athletic than he looks for sure. He can extend plays. Um, he can get outside the pocket, things like that. Uh, probably not going to hurt you too much with his legs, but can certainly buy time, move around in the pocket, and uh, and run the bootleg and throw the ball on the run a little bit. Um, <clears throat> their offense is something of a pop gun offense. Uh, even when they have their number one receiver, Brandon Cooks, on the field, which they probably will not this week, um, they, you know, it's a run on first down, run on second down, throw on third down type of offense. There's not a whole lot of creativity. They're throwing the ball to Cooks underneath. They're throwing the ball back shoulder fades and floating the ball down the field to Cooks. Uh, they don't have a whole lot of receiving weapons if Cooks is not on the field. You know, they'll probably try to get the ball to um, Nico Collins and um, uh, with- Chris Conley. Chris Con- Chris Conlon, uh, formerly of the Chiefs, Conley, probably yeah. try to stretch the field with those guys. The tight end from Miami, I think his name is Brevin Jordan. Brevin Jordan, uh huh. Three touchdowns in the red zone. They seem to like to go to him when they're down uh, inside the twenty. 
Um, Rex Burkhead's their leading running back right now. Uh, David Johnson's hurt, and he looks like he's washed. Uh, this is just is not a very exciting offense. Not a whole lot of creativity. Um, not a whole lot of weapons. It's it's pretty vanilla. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Davis Mills, starting quarterback. Uh, they put up thirty last week, again, but against it was against the uh, Jaguars, and Mills just uh, isn't very good. Uh, both his TD passes were on blown coverages by the Jags. One was just a simple bubble screen that the Jags just couldn't account for, and cooks broke loose the other one somehow cooks got behind the defense but as charger fans we know uh because of rayshon jenkins uh he only threw for 209 yards against jacksonville and mills has only thrown for over 200 yards three times a season all three of them in losses so uh not a guy that's going to put up a bunch of yards uh, has a strong arm but um pretty accurate on the short and intermediate uh his only true receiving weapon has been brandon cooks like you mentioned um so, I mean, I guess you could say it's partly not his fault because they just don't have the talent on offense really to help Davis Mills out. But again, you know, it just we don't even know that Brandon Cooks is going to be playing this weekend. He's their only uh, offensive weapon. And, you know, Mills only has uh, 10 touchdown passes this season. He's got nine interceptions. So um, he's very up and down a quarterback that can get rattled. Uh, Chargers will obviously have to keep everything in front of them. If Brandon cooks does play uh, nothing over the top, because that's the only guy that could beat you. And the only way he could beat you is uh, beating you deep. And uh, he's done it this season and you know, cooks is impressive, but we, we don't even know he's going to play this, this weekend and probably won't. Without yeah, to me, yeah. To me, you know, we were kind of texting back and forth about this game earlier today. And to <laughs> me, this is one of those games where I mean, the Chargers should steamroll, um, the Texans, they should be mm -hmm. able to get whatever they want on offense whenever they want to, and they should have been able to do that regardless of the COVID list, uh, whether they had all their starters or not. This is just not a good, very, a very good unit. Um, uh, defensively speaking, I think what you really want is you just want to confuse and fluster and frustrate Davis Mills. And I think stop the run on first down, stop the run on second down, get after him on third down, show him some exotic looks, try to make him figure out where the pressure is coming from, who's dropping out, send five, send six, mix it up, use some of those stunts and twists and games we've seen in the middle of the line, go after him on third down, set him up for second and long, third and long, and get aggressive and go after him and make him figure out where you're coming from and where you're not coming from. I think you can confuse him. You can make him hold the ball. Uh, there are signs of him kind of turtling. You know, when, when he's surrounded by pressure, he's not really looking to get out of the pocket. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think you can force some turnovers. So they should be able to get to him. This is a, a group that I don't really think they have a starting caliber offensive lineman. Um, maybe one. Yeah. Justin Britt. Justin Britt's pretty, pretty good. good, but he's yeah. banged up. He may not mm -hmm. be playing. Yeah. yeah. He may not uh, even be there. <laughs> their guard Both play guards is not are out. very good. Tackles are not particularly good. They should be able to get after mills. They should be able to stop the run. Uh, they should be able to get some pretty easy three and outs against this, against this defense and set the offense up. Hopefully with some short fields off turnovers. Yeah. So yeah. So just, uh, getting back to receivers a little bit, you know, uh, Brandon cooks again, probably going to top a thousand yards with his fourth team, which is pretty impressive. But, uh, like you mentioned, it's going to be wide receiver two and wide receiver three, Nico Collins and Chris Conley, who will probably get the starts if cooks is out. Um, Collins has 311 yards a season. Chris Conley has 265. I mean, Brandon cooks is basically tripling their production. Uh, there is not a lot of 
uh, talent behind him. Uh, they offer some moderate speed, just not impactful players. Uh, you actually, you, you mentioned Brevin, uh, Jordan Akins has been another guy, the other tight end who's been kind of a security blanket for Mills, but this is a really, really not talented team. We talked about how the giants up to that point was the least talented team they face now here. Uh, definitely the least talented team they face now, uh, through the season. They have one receiving weapon. That's Brandon cooks. If he plays, uh, they got to do their best to limit, uh, what they can, if he plays and keep everything in front of them. And, uh, you know, just talking about these uh, running backs, which you mentioned, it's Rex Burkhead, David Johnson. Johnson got banged up against the ja uh, in the Jags game. He is not one hundred uh, three. He is not one hundred percent, and he did not practice on Wednesday, so we don't even know if he's going to play on Sunday. Uh, they're both averaging around three yards per carry. They're averaging under seventeen yards per game right now. That's how fucking terrible these two guys have been as a duo. Uh, you know, we. Um, Burkhead, while you know, did have his biggest input or output last week. He had 41 yards. Uh, David Johnson had 39 yards, which was the most on the season two weeks ago. Um, once they traded Mark Ingram, uh, who was their starter, I guess you know, in name only, who was also washed too. Uh, Ingram is, you know, it just it's they've got an RB two and an RB three on any other roster in the NFL right now, and they're carrying the load. And they're just, I mean, they're not good. Burkhead is a player that you were kind of he made his living as that scat back in Cincinnati and in New England and he's getting a lot of yards through the air and he is just not doing that this season with the Texans he's not the player he was um, they just don't use him in that fashion anymore David Johnson nowhere near what he was when he was effective back in Arizona and uh, this is just going to be an easy day for this run defense I just I don't know how they're going to be able to get 50 yards on the ground they're both bad yeah, they're they're bad and the offensive line is bad. Yeah, oh, particularly yeah, yeah. in the interior. So yeah, they should and, be able to get those early down run stops. Yeah, and and speaking of interior, those starting uh, guards are on the COVID list. So I, you know, right now they had um, Titus Howard, who was their tackle, moved inside to guard. They had Max Sharping over at the other guard spot. I mean, you know, they they were terrible before this whole shuffle. Um, I, you know, I think the, um, I think the, uh, I'm forgetting his name, Justin Britt, uh, mm -hmm. has been pretty good this year for, as a center, but I mean, just, you know, uh, there's just, uh, they're bad all the way across the board. And, um, you know, fortunately for the chargers with Joey Bosa out, they're going to be facing some real weak tackles and Charlie Heck and, uh, Gary on Christian. So I, you know. Uh, it's kind of one of those weeks where you kind of can rest some of your starters a li little bit, probably during this game. Hopefully uh, you get in a big lead and you can just uh, stay healthy. I think that's, that's the key. If you can beat this team, steamroll them and get your second, third stringers in there and stay healthy. That's, that's all you can ask for in this game. Cause this is, this is a real, real bad team. Yeah. I think you just bully them. I think yeah. you try to bully them on both sides of the ball. I, I know it's not Brandon Staley's MO, but I think ultimately you know, you want to stack the box against this, this offense, um, and make Davis mills beat you down the field. Um, yeah. I know they don't like to give up explosive plays stacking the box. Isn't really their thing, but I think, I just think you got to dare Davis mills to beat you. Yeah. And I think you want more bodies on the line of scrimmage, both to stop the run and to create some confusion in terms of the pass rush. So, uh, that that's the way I would go. That's the way I'd like to see it. I I just like to see them line up and say, you can't beat us. Yeah. And, run it down their throat on offense to set up the play action pass and just attack and control the line of scrimmage on defense. Which, and so, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh, so I was going to say, you know, um, since Chris Rumpf is on the COVID list, Joey Bosa's out, going to probably see a, well, we're definitely going to see a heavy dose of Kenneth Murray now playing the edge, who's been predominantly the edge player the last two weeks, hasn't got any snaps at linebacker. So this is a week where you're going against some real weak competition and you can kind of get a really, really good look of Kenneth Murray on the edge and what he's going to bring if he's going to be that edge player going forward. Yeah, I think we'll probably see some of him and some of Emeka Egbule on yeah, the edge yep. as well. Yep. Um, and Just you mentioned earlier, you know, you mentioned kind of jokingly, it's like a preseason game. This is like the last five minutes of the fourth quarter type of preseason game. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting in the guys at the back of the depth chart, trying to get them reps and see what they can do against minimal competition. Could be a good opportunity for Egbule and for Murray to build some confidence on the edge, maybe create some pressure, get a couple sacks, see if they can't force a couple turnovers, yeah. kind of cut them loose a little bit give them a chance to make some plays. Yeah. Yeah. So we know, so defensively, we know come on hall is out for sure. Devon Campbell on the COVID list. Uh, Michael Davis is clean. So he'll be CB one Chris Harris in the Chris Harris in the slot, but we saw Sante Samuel jr. Get a full practice in last week. So uh, looks yesterday. like he, or yesterday, excuse me, uh, could be on schedule to start this Sunday. Uh, it would be good timing because it'd be Devonte Harris as depth. And then the saying Bassey who they assigned off the Broncos practice squad uh, to the active roster. So not much depth there in corner with uh, the guys on the COVID list. And we might be able to see Zant play this weekend, which would be great. That'd be huge. They need to get him on the field and get him back into playing shape yep. after being out for the last two or three weeks, get him kind of start getting him ready for the postseason. Yeah. Yeah, so corner going in this game pretty slim, but if you can get your starters back this week would be great. And yeah, getting them back in shape as the playoffs are coming up upon us and the Chargers are looking to uh, make some noise, hopefully, in the playoffs. So, I mean, I there's not a lot to talk about as we're switching gears here to defense, the uh, Texans defense. There's not a lot to talk about here because everybody's on the COVID list. We know like before the COVID list, this is a bottom five unit. They gave up the fourth most points per game at 26.6, fifth most yards per game at 378. They gave up the most yards on the ground of any team in the league, surrendering 145 yards on the ground. And they don't have any of those starters that kind of contributed to being a top five, a bottom five unit. So this is even worse. This team stinks and their defense was bad. And now they are even worse. We talked about all the starters. Pretty much all the front seven gone. And the majority of their defensive line room in general, mm-hmm. all their, yeah. their starters, their primary backups, they have no depth. Um, yep. and they didn't have any depth to start with. So, uh-uh. yeah, I mean, I, I would not be surprised to see the chargers run the ball downhill a lot in this game. Kind of like what they did with, with Kansas city last week, realizing that the, that the Texans not only don't have much talent in the middle, but they don't have any depth to rotate guys and keep guys fresh. Yeah. So I would expect a very run heavy game plan. I think we'll see a lot of Justin Jackson. Um, I would like to see some of Darius Bradwell. I don't know if we'll get that or not. Um, (laughs) I do not want to see any more of Joshua Kelly on third down, fourth down in the red zone. Don't need to see that anymore. We know how that turns out. Uh, But I think they'll, they'll run the ball a lot, try to control the line of scrimmage, try to drag the game out a little bit. Uh, be physical, kind of batter the Texans, and then use the occasional play action to get the ball down the field. Um, but I, I don't think – I think it's going to be a pretty vanilla game plan. I don't think they need to do anything too over the top, be too creative to beat this team. They just uh-uh. need to execute and make their plays. 
and control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball, which they should be yeah. able to do pretty easily. Yeah. And I, I mean, obviously six starters out, you know, 11 guys on defense on the COVID list, but uh, two guys that aren't on the COVID list. Obviously we know about Justin Reed, uh, really good uh, back end safety uh, has been for a long time. And uh, while watching games, they have a corner named Tavari Thomas, who's been playing really, really good. It uh, isn't on the COVID list. So we'll be playing on Sunday. He's been playing some good ball. And of course we know about Desmond King, who uh, is their slot corner, but not having a very good year to the season was kind of a uh, talk about being traded at the trade deadline. But um yeah, they've uh, there's there's two guys that I think that are pretty good, but you know they just don't have the talent to stop the Chargers. But uh, they they've got a, a promising young corner in Tavari Thomas. I liked him. I actually don't think they're using King as a slot. I think he's been primarily one of their outside corners for most of this year. Yeah, they've been mixing him in and out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Justin Reed also is coming back from a concussion, and he had he was limited in practice this week. I think so. Yeah, so we'll see if he even plays Sunday. But he may or may not play. But yeah, yeah, he's a solid player. Uh, you know, King can make plays if he's around the football. Uh, Thomas is having a good season. I, they don't have a whole lot of talent in the back end. Um, <laughs> they don't no. have a whole lot of talent anywhere. No, and two of them are on the COVID list. Yep, two of the safeties. Yeah, and and one of their starting corners. Yep, uh, it is what it's Terrence Mitchell. Yeah, yep. and then the backup safeties AJ Moore and Terrence Brooks on the COVID list. So. Uh, Corey Lindsley on the COVID list for the Chargers. So we might get to see some Scott Questenberry who uh, is active, could get to start Sunday, depending on uh, whether. Hopefully it's Lindsley... not Kilomete. Oh, God. Because they were God, talking about him being the backup center last week. I, I With Questenberry out, though. Yeah. 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 So Questenberry's uh, good to go if they decide to start him. Austin Eckler on the COVID list. So, uh, you know, get a dose of. Justin Jackson. I'm hoping Larry Roundtree makes some noise this game and maybe wins back his uh, RB3 role. I just, I do not trust Joshua Kelly at this point. Jalen Guyton on the COVID list. So we could see a lot of Joshua Palmer with some extended snaps at wide receiver three. So this is going to be a mix and um, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if uh, Lawrence, uh, Lindsley and Eckler don't play and just kind of get a rest week a little bit while letting them heal up whether they're ready to go or not uh you know i i wouldn't mind like they did with keenan allen going into that giants game though he wasn't healthy enough to play um even if lindsley or eckler were healthy enough to play it wouldn't be a bad idea to kind of rest those guys because you probably don't need them yeah i think giving them a week off especially eckler who's been really banged up physically oh I think yeah would be a good thing mm -hmm. i think that yeah. helps you the next couple weeks down the stretch and into the playoffs if he gets a week off this late in the season yeah. Yeah. So um, just moving on to special teams here, we're rolling, you know, their kicker Fairburn is on the COVID list. They just signed a kicker to their practice squad just in case he can't play. I mean, he's been basically their MVP this year because they can't get in the end zone and Fairburn's just getting a, a ton of attempts to kick field goals and settle for three. And then the other thing is the, uh, I guess the other storyline is their kick returner, Traymon Smith, who took a cook, uh, kickoff to the house last week. Um, he's not really fast, but the jazz just couldn't tackle him and he scored. It was a very weird uh, house call on a kickoff where they were basically bunched up like he was going to tackle. And then he just springed out of the pile and then took it for six. Uh, Texans hadn't had a, uh, a kick taken to the house since 2009. So uh, not haven't been very good in that respect. Uh, but I guess you got to be a little bit careful when kicking to Traymond Smith. He returned one last week and has the capability of doing it. But other than that, I mean, there's no 
It, you look at this roster and there just isn't a spot where the Chargers don't come out on top from really any position group. Yeah. I mean, this is a total mismatch on paper. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, absolutely. So, well, let's let's talk about the result. Who do you have winning? I mean, it's it, probably a pretty easy guess for anybody who's made it to I have the Texans winning? No. Um. <laughs> Could you imagine? Well, so I got the Texans blowing them out. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I've got the Chargers winning. I think they win pretty easily, uh, regardless of what happens with the players on the COVID list. I just don't think the Texans are very well coached. I don't think they have a lot of talent or depth. They're going to get worn out and run into the ground. Uh, literally and figuratively. So I have the Chargers winning. I think they put up some pretty serious points in this game. I'll say the Chargers win 34-19. Okay. Yeah, I the only way in which the Chargers lose this game is if Justin Herbert gets hurt somehow because the Texans are competing for that number one pick for a reason. They're bad. They haven't com- been competitive all year, and – uh, so like the Giants game, they should just take care of business. I think the interesting thing for me and what you know we had talked about a little bit is that you know we're so as Charger fans, we're so accustomed to the Chargers always somehow making a game of anybody they play. And with the Giants game, it was a boring, easy win against a bad team. There was no drama. Can the Chargers again? just steamroll a bad team, take care of business, and, you know, heading into the fourth quarter, sit some starters. Can the Chargers get one of those wins, which they should, this weekend? Can the Chargers not make it interesting for once, not have any drama? And so, you know, they did it against the Giants, and maybe we'll be able to see some more of that where the team just beats up on bad competition like good teams do. And uh, I think they will. I think this will be a boring win uh hopefully they'll do that on sunday i think it's going to be 30 13 chargers and uh i think they get a win on the road that will be a boring watch because there won't be a lot of talent on the field but uh they'll take care of business like they should it's pretty hard to imagine this game going any other way than that yeah (laughs) based on the way the rosters look oh oh man how bad it would have been the same oh yeah Uh, it would have been the same if everybody was healthy all things equal would have been the same exact breakdown. Uh, and now they have no starter. So especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, so yeah, this, I just don't see how the chargers can lose this game. So that's it. We're good. Thanks everybody. Uh, enjoy your Christmas. I am at, I, I'm not at light. That's Jamie. I'm at Garrett's Jamie, you're at lightning. underscore round. Right, 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 right. I almost said I was. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy your holiday, and we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody.